Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to this special episode. Um, is not feeling so well, so me and my sister will be interviewing one of our college students, uh, Sarah Doe. Uh, I guess, Judy, do you want to just introduce yourself real quick? Yeah, my name's Judy. I am Steven's older sister. I've been a part of ELM for um, several years, years now, and so I am an occupational therapy student in my last run. Uh, this is my last year of uh, rotations, and so I'll be almost done. So, yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah, like I said, our special guest is Sarah. Um, Sarah, do you just want to just say hi to our congregation and I guess just tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. Um, hi, my name is Sarah Doe, um, as in Doe Me or Doe Adir. Um, I have a younger brother. Um, his name is Joshua Doe. He's three years younger than me. Um, if anyone knows him, you also might know him by Wani. Um, currently, I'm 18 and I go to Dickinson College. Um, it's a liberal liberal arts school, um, and I'm undecided. So hopefully, I'll be able to figure out my major soon. Do you have any interests or any, uh, I guess, majors that you're getting more drawn drawn towards? Um, I took an intro to philosophy class this fall. It was actually really interesting. I do enjoy like discussions and hearing other people's ideas. Um, so I'm leaning towards that maybe, but um, I do see myself going to like nursing school after or becoming a DNP in the future. Okay, yeah, I think we have some nursing or nurses in our congregation, right? Yeah, have you heard of occupational therapy? I don't know, just, just wondering. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Give it a search. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, we do have uh, actually, De- yeah, Debbie's a nurse who like does a podcast. Yeah, uh, we have, I think, several nurses. So if you've always wanted, you know, if you want, yeah, if you have questions or we can always connect yeah, you. We have a lot of people in our congregation that does different stuff. So yeah, if you're interested in one thing, like we could always connect one of you guys to our uh, covenant members and then yeah, just ask them a bunch of questions. So what have you been up to during COVID um, since everything is closed? Uh, we talked earlier that you weren't able to hang out with, with your friends, but do you do anything in particular? Um, I've been trying to keep myself busy, like learn new things. Um, like I've learned how to crochet um, and I've been into baking now. Wait, I have the squares on hand. The squares. <laughs> But I've been, these are called granny squares and I've just kind of been, this one looks like a waffle, but I've been just trying to like do different things, I guess, just to not stay bored and stuff. But that's so cool. I'm definitely looking, I'm definitely looking forward to hanging out with my friends. Everyone's vaccinated. Wait, for the squares, how long does it take you to make one? Um, it really depends, mm-hmm. um, on a good day, maybe 35 minutes on a bad day okay. over an hour. <laughs> so, yeah. And I have to ask about baking because I also was not hugely into baking. Mm-hmm. Um, but then pastor Walton preached on bread once <laughs> and then it sparked <sighs> like the desire to want to bake. So what have you baked and like, what are you most proud of? 
like having made? Um, so obviously I've made like cookies, brownies, muffins, stuff. I've also made like pizza dough, you know, and garlic knots. And I've also made bread that looks like French baguettes, but I don't want to say that they are French baguettes because I feel like (laughs) disgrace almost just because they're good, you know, like Uh my mom ate them. What'd she say? So that means it's good. (laughs) Um, Cause she's really picky about what she was like. She likes the first time I made it. Um, she took one bite and she never took a bite <laughs> again. Oh but oh no. I've gotten better. So <laughs> I I love how you're like, oh, obviously I've made like I was only expecting you to say like one thing. You're like, oh, this and that and this, and I'm like, oh, this girl's good. <laughs> she's a baker. <laughs> but it does get it is a little difficult when you start because like you have to take account of like temperature. Yeah. Um, humidity and everything. Your oven. So yeah. Especially I like um. I made like the same bread, followed exactly the same things, and it turned out different because, like, I think mm-hmm. the temperature, like the yeast, you know, for it to rise, like all that stuff. I was like, yeah, I am not cut out to be a baker. Yeah, baking is a science. It's hard. So, uh, what school are you attending? For those who don't know, oh, you actually shared, didn't you? Already, did you share that? I'll ask yes, again. Let's I try. Think <laughs> Let's try that again. <laughs> <laughs> what school are you attending? <laughs> Um, right now mm-hmm. I am attending Dickinson College. <laughs> for those, what else should I say? <laughs> for those who don't know Dickinson College, um, like how is it? How how's uh, how has it been so far? Or like where is it located? Um, why did, why did you even choose Dickinson? It's in a town called Carlisle. It's actually like very close to Harrisburg, maybe forty minutes away. Um, so far, uh, honestly, it just kind of seems like my senior year of high school, almost <laughs> just like with Zoom and just like the teacher mm-hmm. teaching and then like the student taking notes and whatever. Um, so it hasn't been that big of a difference. Um, yeah, but I to be like real and honest, like I chose this school because I gave me the most amount of financial aid money. Listen, that's a smart <laughs> move. Like... <gasps> That's a good yeah. reason. <laughs> yeah, I would say no matter what school you go to, as long as you do good in whatever school, yeah, I don't think it matters what school you go to. Right. I can always transfer later. That's true. true. If I get, That's what yeah. I did. I mean, it, for me, it was like a long time coming. Like my, my school path was not linear in any way. <laughs> so. So like you did Zoom all senior only through senior year of high school um halfway through senior year yeah how's that like as a student because i don't think i've talked to anybody who's actually been in high school that did uh same classes was it like really exciting at first because you didn't have to go to school and then like i guess what how did you feel about it um well first I didn't have school for two weeks because they thought we would be back. So like the teachers just kind of pushed everything back. Um, but I've been doing online school for over a year now. Um, so I, I can say that I've gotten used to it, but dude, like <laughs> it's so draining after the zoom call ends. And I don't know why, 
like it takes so much energy, but it does. Um, and I feel like that's something I just can't ever get used to just like being all professional for like the 50 minutes of class or hour to 15 minutes of class I have. And then, mm-hmm. you know, automatically slumping as, as soon as I leave the call. <laughs> Confession, because I also, ha- so unlike you, you had a two, two week break, right? I, we immediately jumped to the, like an online platform the day after our school decided to like shut down or whatever. And well, I guess I was going to be like, don't tell anybody, but I realize it's a podcast. But, <laughs> so I did like that, like last half of my semester into summer, I did all that through zoom, like in my bed to the point where there, there was like a dent in my bed. It's so embarrassing. Cause I just did all my schoolwork where schoolwork there. I did not move. It was like, it was I don't know. It was like a five like feet walk to the bathroom and back. Um, so I had to like turn and turn like my mattress. So it would be even. Wait, how's your back though? Does oh, it hurt? Yeah. Like- <laughs> it did hurt. But like, I also had like a lot of pillows and I had like the, you know, I don't know, like the comfy little, old little arm, arm pillow thing. And so I don't know. I made it work somehow. I was probably I laying cannot, I could never, I've done, like I've tried, studying on my bed I just mm-hmm. end up sleeping throughout the call <sighs> yeah so you know what I actually had to do I I did okay so I'm gonna ask you this question uh what was your like what was a weird or interesting or crazy uh quarantine purchase because I'll tell you mine after you answer no you cannot ask me right now I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you go first. Okay. Thing. Mine was an over the over the bed table that like rolls like literally over the bed so that I didn't have like back problems because at, at a certain point like my body was hurting. So that was kind of yeah, you know like how um at hospitals <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> I don't wanna be offensive, but like there's old people that have those tables uh. on their bed. My sister turned into one of those old people. <laughs> But that's not really a weird purchase. It's very convenient. It is, but it's also like, dude, I was, my brother literally, as soon as he saw, he's like, what the heck? Are you in a nursing home? And I'm like, excuse me. (laughs) If you see it, it's funny. What was yours? Or are you just not going to (laughs) share? Um, I don't think I have a weird quarantine purchase, to be honest. Or anything. If anything, I definitely took advantage of those sales <laughs> during the first, like the, the beginning of yeah. quarantine when like stores were having like flash sale, 50% off, 70% <laughs> off. And my mom was like, you need to get those jeans right now while they're 20 bucks. Your mom and I'm like, an okay. Yes. Cause you know, the stimulus money was coming in. So <laughs> I, <laughs> the steamy check. So I was like, right. Oh, you got it? No. Oh, I would say that's kind of nice. Um, but my mom did, so okay. she, she was like, "I'll let you buy whatever you want right now." And I'm like, "Okay, thank you." You could thank the government for that. That's right. <laughs> yeah, so just going back to college. Um, I know you, your experiences have been only through like Zoom calls, but is there anything uh, fun and exciting? I guess your experience so far. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's so sad. Is your brother still at all? Your younger brother? No. Uh, my 
he he goes to school. But then he lives yeah. um, at home with you guys, right? Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. How's uh your relationship been with your brother? Because uh, you guys probably are spending more time with each other. Um, I will say it definitely has gotten better. Um, but I definitely am okay. I know this is weird, but back before quarantine, he used to be the one bothering me, but <laughs> now I'm the one bothering him a in, lot. In what way? You know, like just. You know, kept playing him. You know, uh-huh. like, <laughs> you know when, like, like sometimes when I'm bored and he's home, I'll just stand in his room and just stare <laughs> at him. You know, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you know, and like sometimes, or like sometimes I'll just start tickling him, um, or just start like screaming. You know, just like I don't know things like he used to do first, but now I'm doing them. <laughs> And I finally understand why he used to do them, you know. Oh what did you learn from uh, the motives? Why do you do it? It's fun. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> seeing, I don't know. I think seeing him get annoyed, but like also like seeing that he's also also having fun at the same time <laughs> brings me joy. So Wait, are you sure I, he's having fun? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I won't say, but <laughs> I'm having fun, so <laughs> I guess that's all that matters. Yeah, that's nice to hear that you have a fun, good relationship with mm-hmm. your brother, because I think me and my sister, or Judy, we like... He calls me fought, Nina. We fought even <laughs> to like, I don't even know, maybe like, well, we fight till now, but... Okay, like you fought. make it sound like we fight all that. We we have our, you know, we have our moments. Yeah, like <laughs> sisters, brother, sister quarrels. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think like our relationship was really good though until like maybe sophomore, junior year of my college year. Right? Wow. No lie. What? Yeah. What? Oh, no lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're- <laughs> no, you're lying. <laughs> yeah, you liar. How dare you? No, our relationship was mad rocky because we're so different. Um, Personality-wise, the way we think, it's so different. And um, But it really was no joke. Uh, it was it really was Christ <laughs> in our relationship that did some, you know, did some work and, you know, yeah, challenged us. Yeah, he's some of the Holy Spirit yeah, in our lives. You know, like, you know, convicting us. Yeah. And we're like, all right, I guess we should work on our relationship. <laughs> Love each other. I don't know. <laughs> do you think you're, um, you have to grow your relationship with your brother or do you guys just get along naturally? Oh, we do not uh, get along. Nat- well, at least we didn't at first. Like, we used to fight all the time, every day over just like dumb things. Mm-hmm. It's like starts as a dumb thing as like, <laughs> but then it ends, you know, we're just pointing out each other's mistakes and whatever. <laughs> you know, it just gets too big at the end. But um, I don't know. I think quarantine, I think I actually started getting along with my brother during quarantine like i think last year maybe july ish um but it it yeah we definitely first had a long time trying to like connect with each other if that Mm -hmm. makes sense like um but now we understand each other we still have our fights occasionally but it's definitely not as bad as it was before so yeah that's good so um what were your fears going into college and do you feel like they've gotten better or worse or you know just spill the tea you know you know 
Um, well, like I kind of wrote, but it's like I had fears about like life on campus and how I was going to do things by myself for the first time. But I stopped worrying about it um, because I'm not on campus. Um, but since like I will say like since Zoom, I've had during the beginning of the semester for both the spring and fall semester now, I've been having like terrible nightmares about being late to class and I'll get them for like the first two weeks um <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of sad but I've definitely gotten over them now is it like uh do you, is it because you have been late to class or is it's just like this irrational fear or I think yeah I think I just fear my teacher so much <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding um but um I don't know like I don't even know where they started like my classes don't start till like nine or like 10 and I'll wake up at 7 a.m. sweating that I'm going to be like late to my chemistry class. Yeah, that's funny. I dream about sometimes even today being late to class for college. And I don't know where it comes from either, but it's, those are one of my scariest dreams. <laughs> So like, so, you know, I've been on Zoom too, right? Like I said, um, so there's, so I have like a group chat with my school friends and stuff. And like one of them either fell asleep or like went somewhere to do something while they were like, you know, video all sound off. And then the professor had uh, like split us up into like break rooms. And then they were like the only one alone with the professor. And like, they, oh, no. it was like, she was so mortified. <laughs> So at least you that's, haven't done that. <laughs> that's definitely a new fear now. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not my intention. <laughs> oh my goodness. So have you taken any uh, cool classes? Um, I Okay, so I think all freshmen have to take a seminar class. And we get to choose which topics we want to talk about, like among like the classes that they offer. And I took a class called Reality and Other Lies. And I thought it was interesting because our professor just kind of talked about like how easy people can be influenced, like how easy we're influenced, and also just like how memory can be manipulated and is unreliable. Mm -hmm. So all good stuff. Did he show you a video where um, uh, they faked a robbery and then they got witnesses and they asked them to describe um, what the robber looked like? And during the interview process, they were all in a group and the, the interviewer was like, was he wearing like a red hat? And then everyone's like, yeah, he was wearing a red hat, but he was actually wearing like a red scarf or something. Mm-hmm. we talked about a lot of those we also watched like movies like the matrix and stuff and he's like occasionally he would just ask us questions like i know one time he was like look at a like look at a baby photo of you it's like he would ask like do you remember what happened in this picture or is it just your memory making pieces up when you're looking at the picture mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah. and it's kind of like wow that's crazy I probably definitely made stuff off my head, <laughs> but I'd like to believe I had good memory. <laughs> or it's this, I don't know if you've ever experienced where like your parents showed you, a, like kind of like what you were saying, they showed you a picture or they told you about something and then therefore you think it's your memory. But mm-hmm. when you really think about it, it, 
it's, it was just like told to you. And so young that you thought it was like, you actually experienced, I mean, you experienced it, but do you know what I mean? Like you remember experiencing it. But it's like crazy because you really do end up making it your own memory right. when they tell you. And it's like, um, who put this in my head? <laughs> <laughs> so like after you took, you know, your summer class and things like that, um, cause you know, you had said you were undecided, right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, what, cause we can, we kind of had talked this pre pre podcast. So just, you know, want to put it on the record, but, um, what kind of classes have been interesting to you or what have you been kind of like leaning towards? Um, I've been leaning towards philosophy, um, just because I, I don't know, I think I, first I like the discussion and listening or reading about other people's ideas, but I also just think there's something so interesting about how people used to think or what their ideas of life were like purpose or just like things as simple as, um, like why we do certain things and stuff like that. So I have been, um, going towards like maybe considering a philosophy major but I'm not sure 100% yet (laughs) so then would you say that you are a thinker or are you are you a thinker or are you an overthinker (laughs) Um, I'm definitely an overthinker but I will say (laughs) like I can't think for too long too much because then it's like I don't know, you start thinking, you like start questioning things you don't want to question about. And it's like, no, I have to stop right here right now or else I'll start, I'll start unraveling too much. Uh, Sarah, can you, um, how should I transition into this? (laughs) Just like that, just put this clip in and and then just laugh it off. (laughs) So Sarah. (laughs) Yeah, so yeah, let's just. So, um, Dive right just, in. Can you share something or someone that's been influential in your life? Um, my mom and my dad, they've been very influential. Do I need to go explain why? <laughs> I mean, do you have a reason why? Um, I mean, they're my parents. And I think now that I've grown up, I'm very thankful for how they raised me and definitely thankful for how they displayed love in front of me. Cause I think those are important things and I'm very grateful for that. Do you feel like there was a moment where you realized that or it's been something that you always kind of, you know, like known, have you known that or something you've discovered? Um, I don't know if this is like a little bit insensitive, but I kind of realized that when a lot of my friends at school had divorced parents and it was almost like, an outlier if your parents weren't divorced, if that makes sense. Like I would talk to my friends and they'd and I would be like, oh, so your parents, and they'd be like, my parents are divorced. And it's been like that for like a lot of my school friends. So I think I'm just happy that like, and, and I know I'm blessed that like I get to see, I get almost like true love, I guess, in front of me, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Did yeah. I go too deep? Should I? Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome to hear. Um, I just see you realizing that love that your parents um, have for each other and you, because it's definitely hard. I think as like an Asian American to mm-hmm. feel that love from mm-hmm. their parents at times, because yeah. you know we grew yeah. up in like a 
strict household somewhat and sometimes um just like from asian culture we just don't um see kind of that uh i guess what do you call that like that embracing embracing yeah. their love but it's, it's- Right. Especially because a lot of, you know, our parents were immigrant parents. And so, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're focused so much on survival mm-hmm. <laughs> and, it, and it's hard, you know, for the social emotional aspect to really give in that way when they're pouring so much into just, you know, getting by day by day. And so, yeah. And I also like it, like it had a bigger impact once I realized like, not like, I think I'm from my observations, at least like not a lot of immigrant parents are like show affection with their words but they do with their actions like when I like now like when I see that it's like when my mom cuts me fruit while I'm studying it's like (laughs) oh my goodness this is love I feel it like I know I do um what are some things that um good things that you've kind of realized or noticed or like what your experience has been um or just share like yeah your church experience during um this COVID time? I mean, I definitely think God, like a good thing is like, there are people willing to support um, and help you, um, especially during like times like this. There are definitely people always um, who are willing. There are definitely people who are willing to pray for you at any moment. So I think that's a good thing about our church um I think another thing is like at least when I was um in YSY like even though like you know sometimes it can get a little clicky like you like with the friends that you do have you definitely do get to know them a lot well or better I don't know (laughs) but yeah there's I think a closeness in that and just kind of being able to like grow your faith with people you genuinely know, you know. So I guess um, as a college student, I guess, yes, I guess you have no, um, what is it, opinions or views of our church ELM. uh, ELMC. Yeah, ELMC, because you're recently graduated. But I guess coming in fresh as like uh, a potential attendee, like is there anything you would want to see in our church as a college student from your perspective? Um, I think, I think, well, this is just an assumption, but I feel like based on like what I've heard and seen from ELM, like, I just, I feel like it's, I know that there'll just be someone there if I'm just having difficult times with like college or life. So I think, you know, I'm expecting that because um, I think like it's, it's what I've heard, um, but I don't, I don't know. I hope I get to know new people as well as like their experiences, um, especially with COVID. Like I've definitely, I guess it's ignorant me of me, but I've definitely learned to like value people's time um, and their experiences and what they've gone through. So yeah, that's something. Yeah, I guess we always we always want to ask people and our guests about how they came to faith. Um, 
yeah, many people might not know you and many people might not be familiar with your experiences. So can you just tell us a little bit about your testimony and how you came to know Jesus? Yeah, um, so I grew up going to church because of my parents. Um, and honestly, like I... I loved Bible stories. Um, they were, I think <laughs> they were so fun and fascinating for me. I was like, wow, this really happened or wow. Like, I wish I saw this like in real life, I guess, like in, in, in front of my eyes. Um, but basically like I kind of became like infatuated with this idea that Christians, like all Christians, um, had a miracle before their faith, like before they like declared their faith. And, you know, this idea was like further reinforced when I would go to winter retreat or, you know, listen to guest speakers and they would talk about um, miracles happening, you know, like their car falling off a cliff and then them still being alive. And I'd be like, hello, when will this happen to me? Um, or something like it happened to me. Um, but I guess like, it was recent, like maybe two, three years ago. Like I, it kind of clicked that like, like, how do I say this? But like growing up in the church and like having this relationship with God from the beginning is like a miracle in itself, I guess, for me. Cause I could have been born as anyone and I decided, and God let me be born in this body and this life, I guess. So I think that was like a big thing for me and like how my faith was kind of strengthened but like obviously like occasionally when I hear of people and their miracle stories I do get jealous and I'm like kind of wish that was me but um, I do have to remind myself constantly of like the things that he has already provided for me because that might be like one blessing for them but I've had like one miracle for them but I've had small I guess, miracles that have ha occurred my through my life that could be equal to that one big event, if that makes sense. Yeah, God works in such, like, I feel like such personal and like individual ways that like, he knows what we need. And like, our story might not look like everybody else's story, but that's exactly like the beauty of it. Because when you like, I feel like when you put it all together, it just is like this beautiful, like, tapestry or artwork of you know just how amazing he is and how he works thank you for sharing I, I, yeah that's yeah. awesome I definitely feel you on that where um yeah we want like a huge miracle in our lives to like change our faith but yeah Christian faith is also just being faithful in the mundane and so I think I especially tend to romanticize and get in my feelings. And so, right. yeah, that's definitely, you now? That, yeah, that's definitely <laughs> been kidding. a tough part of my faith as well. Yeah. I like, <laughs> I remember in like, you know, those, I guess winter retreat, but like those, like where the pastor would just encourage you to start praying out loud. And I, I guess I wasn't praying out loud, but 
I was definitely bargaining with God in my head, like, um, can you move that chair next to me so I know that you're real? Um, and if you do, I promise I'll give you my entire faith for the rest of my life. And then you see, like, Sarah, like, her foot's, like, shaking the, t- the chair. <laughs> and she's like, okay, that was that. That's yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, it's happened a lot, um, I will admit, but, <laughs> but, you know patience is what I needed (laughs) good timing Uh, but I love that because I feel like your your testimony and your story is so encouraging to uh you know so many people who have grown up in the church right or had similar Mm -hmm. experiences where um I feel like that that fortifies their faith and validates their walk as well where uh there might be someone listening to this one you know maybe fresh coming up from I don't know youth group and they're like oh like I literally had the same experience you know like you just don't know and I don't know. I think, yeah. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. It's definitely a common, um, not an issue, but a common, I guess, uh, thought that comes into people who've grown in, up in the church. Definitely. For sure. I literally thought you were speaking yeah. my testimony when you were shared. <laughs> yeah. So Sarah, do you have any um, prayer requests that we could pray for you um, as the listeners are listening? Uh, yeah. Anything that you're going through right now? I think it might just be because I'm like stressed for my future with like school for this um, year ending. But um, I realized that I kind of have to, not that like careers and like jobs have a timeline, but I'd like to know what I should be doing with my future. Like I kind of want to know what God has in plan for me. Um, just because I don't know if I'm just being very like dumb about it, but like, it's, I think I'm very stubborn. So I want to do what I want, but I know that's not true. So I think I want to ask for like guidance and for me to be kind of like, I don't know the word, but like for me to, I guess, be more dependent on him um, so that I can just like let go with what I have now and just like, continue this path that he has for me thank you yeah we'll definitely keep that in thoughts and if any of the listeners are listening right now um yeah please just take a moment to pray for uh, sarah um yeah you guys might not know her too well at the moment but yeah through this podcast i hope that you guys um are able to learn more about her and keep her in your thoughts and prayers yes lift the sister up I know her personally yeah. and she's great. <laughs> so yeah. I hope I'll see everyone in the summer. Ooh, yeah. hey, that's what I'm talking about. So last question of the night of the day. Let me try that again. <laughs> last question. Yeah. Cut, cut, cut. <laughs> so Sarah, last question. Uh, can you share something that most people do not know about you? Um, yeah, uh, I get, Okay, so I hate cringy movies. I also hate like when characters and TV shows are or in movies are embarrassing. Like I can I can I genuinely can feel it like deep in my bone. Um so that's why I can finish TV shows or movies really quickly. Um like an example I could tell is um last last year in the fall I watched Twilight for the first time I'm going to talk specifically about the second movie (laughs) I could watch that easily in 15 minutes just because of like 
<laughs> the cringe I could feel with like the I guess the characters and maybe the acting. Like it's so painful to watch. I I can just zoom right through it. Does that mean you're just fast forwarding? Is that what you mean by like watching it in 15 minutes? I'm just skipping through, like taking the mouse and clicking, because like some parts, it's too long. I love movies, and so normally, I'll get offended if you say you skip through movies, but I don't really care if you skip through Twilight. That's all yeah. <laughs> Good for you, claps. <laughs> yeah. Sarah, thank you for being on the podcast with us. Um, just hope you um, are able to ch- attend one of our services. And yeah, I hope you have a good one. Yeah. Thank you. Keep in touch. <laughs>